Hello and welcome. I'm Dr. Kenitra Bryant and today's motivational aim targets timely impact. This is a bonus episode that I was led to share with you all and this episode was inspired by the revelation that God does indeed come through on time in every situation and aspect of our lives and that includes timely impact. It is very important to realize and understand that in whatever we do or whatever we achieve to do, we should aim to be guided by and through the Holy Spirit. And it doesn't matter what it is we aim to accomplish. We should intentionally seek Christ to be guided by God in all things, all while we trust and keep in step with the Holy Spirit so that we can make sound God-honoring decisions. And we want to keep in step with the Holy Spirit so that when we communicate with people, and we interact with others, we're operating in the timely divine impact God has blessed us to operate in. And when we accept Jesus Christ as our personal Lord and Savior, the Holy Spirit of God lives and resides in each and every one of God's children. Now, there are some people who aren't aware of the Holy Spirit's responsibility in a believer's life, and when one doesn't know what the Holy Spirit does, they aren't expecting certain areas in their lives to be impacted. But when you know exactly what God has blessed you with, you can operate in a more impactful way that blesses others all while God blesses you. And the Holy Spirit is one of the three members of the Holy Trinity, which includes God the Father, God the Son, Jesus Christ, and God the Holy Spirit. And now all three members of the Trinity work synergistically in the believer's life, but the Holy Spirit lives within us. The Holy Spirit was sent from God to indwell in every believer of Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit has the job of teaching, helping, guiding, comforting, revealing, and empowering every believer who is a child of God and intentional follower of Jesus Christ. And the Holy Spirit operates in a believer's life in the following areas. So number one, the Holy Spirit comes through on time in teaching every believer. John the 16th chapter and the 13th through the 15th verse states, When the Spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own, but will tell you what he has heard. He will tell you about the future. He will bring me glory by telling you whatever he receives from me. All that belongs to the Father is mine. This is why I said the Spirit will tell you whatever he receives from me. And when Jesus told his disciples that the Holy Spirit would come and what the Holy Spirit would do, it was a source of encouragement for the disciples because they couldn't go perform the task God placed before them in their own strength. They needed to be taught what to do, what to say, how to say it, and they needed the light of Christ to illuminate his light of truth and revelation to shine on their paths, in their lives, and on the very words they declared and wrote because it would have a serious, divine, timely impact for countless generations. In order to follow through with God's will, the disciples had to receive Jesus receiving and sharing holy revelation from God the Father 
and declaring God's words and revelation to the disciples by and through the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit had to teach the disciples before they journeyed on the path, the plan, and the purposes of God. The disciples had to be taught several truths before pressing forward, and this is the same with us. In order for us to walk in God-honoring, timely impact, we have to be taught by the Holy Spirit. We have to purposefully trust God to teach us by His Word so that we can be effective, impactful vessels for the purpose, plan, and path God has us on. We should not do anything that is outside of the will of God and we most definitely shouldn't operate apart from God's ways. When the Holy Spirit teaches us, He is enabling us to understand the true meaning of what God is saying and how we are to apply what God says to our lives. When the Holy Spirit is at work in a believer's life, this is identified as the anointing one has. But in order to walk in timely, divine impact and anointing, we must allow the Holy Spirit to teach us and not jump ahead, fall behind, fall back, or get beside him. Another way that the Holy Spirit comes through on time as it relates to divine, timely impact in our lives is that the Holy Spirit guides us. Now, revisiting the same scripture I just read, which is John the 16th chapter in the 13th through the 15th verse, I'm going to read it again. When the Spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own, but will tell you what he has heard. He will tell you about the future. He will bring me glory by telling you whatever he receives from me. All that belongs to the Father is mine. This is why I said the Spirit will tell you whatever he receives from me. So after just listening to that passage of scripture where God is confirming that the Holy Spirit teaches and guides his children, we will be guided in the ways we need to go. Jesus is letting us know that the Holy Spirit is receiving all information to tell you straight from God the Father and God the Son, nothing else. And this is a reminder, when the Holy Spirit speaks to you, it will always, always, always align with God's Word and God's nature. It will not be something that goes against or goes contrary to God. You must remember that. You must remember that. And then when somebody comes and tells you something, say, oh, the Lord told me to tell you X, Y, and Z. And it goes against God's nature and who God is and God's word. We know full well God didn't tell them anything. That's them talking, putting God's name on it so they can manipulate somebody or get some kind of result. And when you are aligned and you keep in step with the Holy Spirit, you can hear and know full well when somebody's coming to you with some trash that God didn't say. And I'm going to let you know, it's that inner voice within you that aligns with what is right and wise to do that is teaching you. That's the Holy Spirit. And it's not the inner voice that seeks to get you to operate apart from God's ways for your life. The Holy Spirit speaks to each and every one of us. The Holy Spirit teaches God's children. And when you hear the Holy Spirit... It might not be an audible voice, 
but it's an inner instinct voice or an inner prompting that lets you know it was straight from God because what you feel or what you heard or the prompting that you sensed, it aligned with God's will, God's word, and God's path for your life. And when the Holy Spirit is teaching you, empowering you, guiding you, comforting you, when the Holy Spirit speaks to you, it can happen so quick. So quick. You can feel that prompting just happen so fast. And it's either you get in alignment with what the Holy Spirit is guiding you to do or teaching you to do, or you stay out of alignment and do your own thing. But it's just so quick, and you have a choice to make just that fast. And the prompting can happen so quick where you're like, what? What was that? What what did I just feel? And it is in that moment that you have to decide whether you're going to be led or guided or taught by him. But God provides the reminders, but we have to take heed. And never forget when the Holy Spirit reminds you of anything that God has said or reveals to you anything God has said or teaches you anything God has said or guides you in anything God has said, it will always line up with God's word. It's going to align with God's nature. Even if you don't have the full picture of what's going on, you just know this doesn't feel right. I feel led not to do this. Let me not do it. You have or you should. You should aim in following those promptings, those feelings, or that inner voice letting you know, hold off, don't do it. And then you get in alignment with that as soon as possible. For example, let's say somebody hears about an opportunity to be a part of something major. And this opportunity will open up so many doors for this person and their family will be financially set. They will be able to buy all the things they've ever wanted with this new deal, a new opportunity. And they go around telling people about the opportunity and everybody they tell seems to let them know how great of an opportunity it is. And they feel like they're making a great decision. They're feeling good. They're hype. They're ready to sign on the dotted line. But then all of a sudden, they get this unsettling feeling within their spirit. And that unsettling feeling within their spirit has prompted them to not sign or even go through with this deal. And it happened just so quick, but they just realized, oh my gosh, where'd this unsettling feeling come from? I don't feel like this is the right thing to do. I mean, this is just as drastic as night and day because I was on a high, I was happy, but now I just feel like I don't need to do anything. So they take heed and they don't sign. And they're flabbergasted because this was a real big deal. And the night before, they were good. So even though they don't know what's going on, they just, like I said earlier, they take heed and they tell the people, I won't be able to sign right now. I will need some more time. And the same people who were skinning and grinning in their face, who presented the deal to them and just giving them all these accolades and just flattering them, they turn into a vile creature. They start mocking the person, 
belittling the person, talking down on the person. And their actions toward this person just changes. Their tone changes. And then it gets to the point where when people hear that the person didn't go through with the deal, they start calling the person stupid. And how could you pass up that amount of money with that company? You're crazy. You're dumb. You're good for nothing. They call them everything except the child of God. So the person who took heed, they take the flack. But they just keep going because they knew, hey, I feel something in my spirit that told me not to do it, and I took heed. I don't know what it is, but I just know I took heed and I was guided by the spirit, so I didn't do it. So a couple of weeks goes by, and the very company that presented this opportunity to this person who they talked down on and this person didn't take the deal because they were guided by the Holy Spirit not to take the deal, it's revealed that this company was involved in fraud and they were targeting key people to take the fall for them because they were involved in some 10-year scam and they were under investigation for the last two years and they were caught, finally caught a couple of weeks ago. Now, everyone who called that person stupid is now saying, man, how'd you know? Man, you're the smartest guy I know. Man, that was really something. Now, we know the person didn't actually know what was going on. They just felt the promptings of the Holy Spirit. They were guided to listen to the Holy Spirit's voice to not go through with it, even though they didn't know the details. They just took heed. And the Holy Spirit might tell you key words in the guiding process, and all you hear is, go, stop, wait, don't, do. And you have to quickly heed because that's how quickly it comes. And even with those words at times, the Holy Spirit will let you know if something feels shady or if someone is pretending to be something they aren't. And God's word will come up on the inside of you where you remember passages of scripture that talk about how we will know people by their fruit. Or if we feel that somebody's taking advantage of someone or they're oppressing someone and they're not being kind to someone in a lowly state, there's scriptures that come up about treating people the way we want to be treated and being kind to the poor. So the Holy Spirit will remind us of what God says, even when you aren't thinking about it. God's words will come up just like that in any situation when you're not sure of something, the Holy Spirit will guide you. When you feel something's off, the Holy Spirit will guide you. When somebody's trying to get you off the right track onto the wrong track the holy spirit will guide you somebody could be lying straight to your face and the holy spirit will guide you but we have to stay in alignment with god where when things are presented to us and we're asking god for wisdom also and he provides it and if a person runs up on you telling you about what god didn't say to you as if god did say it the Holy Spirit will guide you to let you know, mm, God didn't say that. Or if you're trying to do something outside of God's will for your life, the Holy Spirit will let you know, mm, you need to stop and get back in alignment. It's that strong. And the Holy Spirit can guide you in your relationships. The Holy Spirit will guide you in what people say to you. The Holy Spirit will guide you in what restaurants to go to. Have you ever had a situation where you had a taste for something and you're like, oh, I'm going over here to eat. This is what I want. And you get out the car, you open up the door of the establishment 
and something just come over you, and you're trying to figure out what's, what's going on. Then you have it where you have no peace, where you just feel like you want to leave, but the flesh, your your taste buds and your stomach letting you know you want to eat here. You don't want to go home and cook, but you feel this prompting of leave, do not eat here. Do not eat here. But you're fighting it. You're like, no, I'm hungry. I want to eat now. And you keep feeling this all the way to you ordering the food and you going through the whole process. You have no peace, but you're just going to go through with it. And you have this unsettling feeling. And then once you receive the food, you find something wrong with it. Somebody disrespected you during the whole process. Something happened that you find out about. You realize, I was supposed to leave once I opened up this door. The Holy Spirit will guide you even in the food you eat. The Holy Spirit will guide you to just go check on those children that you love so much. Just to see what they're doing. Whether they're at school, somewhere in the house. Just wherever they are. You just go check and see what they're doing. And you find out that they're running amok. The Holy Spirit will guide you on how to end a relationship. How to begin a relationship. How to leave people alone. What to say to someone. What to bless someone with. The Holy Spirit will guide you in what hairstylist to go to. What hairstylist to run all the way away from. Okay, What store to go to regarding what you need. The Holy Spirit will let you know what person to call. What person to pray for. What statements and scriptures you need to declare out loud. And the list can go on and on and on. Okay, but never forget that the Holy Spirit will guide you. The next targeted area where the Holy Spirit comes through for you is that the Holy Spirit reveals the truth to us. And the Holy Spirit reveals the truth of God's word to us just as it states, as the same scripture I've been reading in John the 16th chapter and the 13th through the 15th verse. And it's confirmed again in another scripture, which is 1 John, the second chapter in the 27th verse that states, But you have received the Holy Spirit, and he lives within you. So you don't need anyone to teach you what is true. For the Spirit teaches you everything you need to know, and what he teaches is true. It is not a lie. So just as he has taught you, remain in fellowship with Christ. So now we know that the Holy Spirit clarifies and enlightens every believer's mind to understand God's truth and apply the truth of God to their lives. All while they're able to detect and identify any form of deception. But in order for anybody to be able to detect deception and to identify the truth of God's word and to be able to be reminded of what God says... You have to know what God's word says. And the only way you know what God's word says is if you read his word and you spend quality time in prayer to him for him to speak to you. Because you will not be able or a person will not be able to operate and do what God's word says if they don't know what it says. And that's similar to anybody who's in a relationship. It could be you in a romantic relationship. You're in a relationship with your spouse, relationship with your parent, 
relationship with your friend, your sibling, your boss, your coworker, the way that you know what they would say and the things that they would do is because you spent some time with that person to learn their words, to learn their personality, to learn their character, to learn the very nature of them. So if somebody were to tell you that your brother or your sister or your mom or your dad, your grandparent, your niece, your nephew, your aunt, your uncle, your cousin, they said something, you could detect and identify if that's something that they would say because of your time spent with them, your time communicating with them, your time listening to their words. And you could say, okay, they would say that. But if somebody tells you some trash or some lie, you realize off of the nature of this relationship you share with this person, that's not true. They would never do that. They would never say that. That is not them. That goes contrary to their nature. And you know it goes contrary to their nature because you know the truth about that person. And we have to do the same thing. We have to spend time with God so we can know his nature. If we don't read what God is saying to us in the Bible, and if we don't spend time with him in prayer, we won't be able to recognize what he is reminding us of. So yes, the Holy Spirit will do his job, but we must do our job. And yes, it's all good to listen to God honoring Bible, believing, anointed men and women of God, but we still have to read the word of God for ourselves. So when we hear anything that goes contrary to God's nature, we can identify and detect God's truth and revelation. We don't want to get caught up listening to the wrong voices just because somebody's in a leadership position. Now, we are to respect those in leadership and authority, but we have to know God's word for ourselves. By you intentionally taking the time, to study God's word, to spend time with God, you will know his voice. I am really trying to stress this because it's very, very important because you have a lot of people who try to distract, a lot of people who try to get people off course, a lot of people who seek to manipulate some people. There are a lot of people who they don't even want you to really know God's word for yourself because if you do they can't manipulate you anymore they like to deceive people because when they deceive people they get what they want or they want people to feel condemned and feel bad if they slapping people upside the head with a bible picking out certain scriptures to make people feel bad when you look at their life behind closed doors is a raggedy mess You have to know God's word for yourself. When you know God's word for yourself, the Holy Spirit will reveal God's truth to you in every area and aspect of your life so you can operate in freedom because when you know the truth, the truth will set you free. It will set you free from condemnation, judgment, Depression, despondency, addictions, everything, doubt, fears, 
But you have to spend time with God to know those truths so that you can walk and live in freedom. And when you walk in freedom, I mean, you're unstoppable. You are literally unstoppable. You're able to walk in boldness. And that's what we want to do. We want to get to that point where we are walking in absolute confidence and boldness in Jesus Christ. All because we're being led by the Holy Spirit and we're walking in the revealed truth of God. And it only works when we take heed, we believe, and we receive it. And to give an example, you know how you can teach a child or your children or a loved one who's a child right from wrong? And you tell that child over and over again some warnings regarding safety. And let's say you're preparing them for something. Whether it happens or not, you just want to make sure that they know the truth about certain things. So you begin to tell them. Over and over, what's right, what's wrong. And for an example, let's say that you're focusing on not talking to strangers. So you're telling these children, hey, wherever you go, don't talk to strangers. I don't care if they tell you they have candy, ice cream, cake, video games, anything you like. I don't care if they say they have a dog, a cat, a hamster, a guinea pig, a horse, a iguana, a snake. I don't care what it is. I don't even care if they tell you they have money. Do not go with them. Do not entertain them. Do not talk to them. Okay, I don't care how nice they look to you or how pitiful they look or how they appear where they're not going to do anything to you. Don't talk to them. And you're telling them this because you know the dangers associated with strangers, some strangers, how some people don't have your child's best interest in mind. Heck, they don't have your best interest in mind. So you're telling these children, hey, don't talk to these people. I don't care if it's an old lady who looks sweet. I don't care if she walking with a cane. I don't care if it's an old man walking with a cane and he's smiling at you. Don't talk to him. I don't care if it's a middle-aged guy who looks cool. I don't care if it's a child your age. Don't talk to him. Run away from them because you don't know them. Don't be going around telling people your name and your parents' name and your aunt's and uncle's name and where you stay. Just run and come find me so I can go tell them what they need to know and what I think they need to hear. Or if you're not with me, go find somebody you know and go let them know that some stranger's trying to give you things that they shouldn't be trying to give you. Okay? So let's say you drilled that in those children's minds day in and day out. It's at the point where they they know your speech. They know what you're about to say. Okay, don't talk to strangers. Okay, if they, okay. They saying that to you because they know the drill. And they know the drill because they are in communication with you. They know your words. They know what you're going to say. They even know what to do if it happens, even though it hasn't happened. You could have been telling this to your child when they were five years old. And they, they're looking like, this is not going to happen because it hasn't happened to me. But then one day, they turn nine years old. And they're at the park. And you're there. And you see the child or the children. But you just ran into somebody who you went to school with and y'all are briefly catching up. And then some scoundrel 
comes out of nowhere. Okay, talking to your loved one, telling that child, hey, what's your name? Do you like animals? I've got candy. I got a turtle in my van if you want to come see it. Do you like turtles? Now, after all that training, after all of that guiding, after all of that revealing the truth to that child, something kicks into that child's mind. And they realize, hey, it's time for me to do what I was taught to do. This is a dangerous situation. Time for me to go tell. So they running up to you. You can see the shock in their eyes. And then all you hear is them say, a stranger came up to me and before they even finished speaking, you ran over there. You and the person who you were catching up with. But that child, after spending so much time in your words, in your company, in your presence, before you, listening, learning, and being guided, they knew what to do and the truth was revealed to them and they knew how to respond. And that's the same thing with us when we spend time in God's word. The Holy Spirit will reveal truth and guide us to run some things off. The Holy Spirit will guide us and reveal some truth as it relates to what action steps to take, what things need to be exposed, and how to respond to situations. And this aligns with Psalms, the 32nd chapter and 8th verse that states, I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will counsel you with my loving eye upon you. So never forget that. Another way that the Holy Spirit comes through in timely divine impact in our lives is that the Holy Spirit comforts us. John the 14th chapter in the 16th verse states, And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate, a comforter, to help you and be with you forever. And this is exceedingly important because in life we will endure several obstacles and challenges and there will be some times where we feel depleted, but God has already fixed that for us by giving the Holy Spirit to us to help us and be with us during some of the most unique, challenging moments of our lives. Another way that the Holy Spirit comes through for us is He empowers us because there are some times in our lives where we might not feel like moving. Like we just want to Stay in the bed all day. And it's not because we're tired. It could be because we're discouraged, sad, despondent. We don't want to go on with life. And we have these thoughts of giving up. It could be so bad where you know you have to complete a task, but you just rather just sit in the dark. And you have some people who deal with grief or depression or despondency or just basic sadness and hopelessness. People deal with things in different ways. And it was one point in time in my life where things got real bad, where I did not want it to become night. Because at night I had to deal with myself by myself and just be, you know, really praying myself to sleep, crying to sleep. But during the day, boy, I could, I could function. Like I was cool. When the morning came, I was like, okay, I got something to do. I was using the day as a distraction. 
I was using everything during the day as a distraction. People, people I interacted with, the relationships I was in, I was dealing with that as a distraction. But man, when the night time came, ooh, that was so difficult for me. That was so difficult because there was no distractions around. And it was just me, my thoughts, my issue, and God. Until I realized I have to... I have to look at God to the situation and God can help me and God can empower me through this even though I feel powerless. And over time, by me reading God's word and being reminded of who I was and being reminded what God said he would do for me, that empowered me to be able to get through the night, sleep through the night, not be anxious and weary through the night, until I had peace through the night, and I had confidence through the night, and I was comforted through the night by God's grace and mercy. But that all came by me trusting and believing in God's word and taking heed to what the Holy Spirit was leading me to do, even though I was experiencing pain and despondency. And even when you want to give up, When you give up, you're not just giving up on you. You're giving up on several people because you'd be amazed how many people you're impacting. People you know and people you don't. And I understand every day is not filled with laughter and giggles, and I believe you already know that. Real life produces real issues and real results. But how do we get through the days of challenge when we just want to stay still and not move and we hope people just leave us alone and don't talk to us Even though we love them and we truly care about them, it's our feelings of inadequacy, not being able to measure up. Sometimes we feel like we should be further along than what we are. And people could be telling you, oh, you know, you're this, you're that, you're great. And you don't feel too great, your doggone self. And you're hoping for better. You're waiting for God's best. But it's just... So much. Well, the Holy Spirit is the one who empowers us even in our feelings because, remember, the Holy Spirit reveals the truth and a divine shift takes place in our minds from those feelings of despondency and hopelessness to realizing that our hope is not in what we can do, it's what God will do. So when the Holy Spirit reminds us of God's word and reveals God's word and truth to us, it's amazing how We are empowered, even if we're empowered to go on for another second or another minute, another hour or another day, another week, another month. We're empowered because we are taking heed to the Holy Spirit's truth-revealing words from God, from Jesus, to change our situation and to walk in the path God has already established for us. And when we become empowered by and through the Holy Spirit, then we're able to impact people. When the Holy Spirit empowers us, we are able to speak God's word over our lives and in our lives, despite how we feel, knowing that the situation will indeed change. And a scripture that confirms that is Acts, the fourth chapter in the 31st verse, which states, And when they had prayed, 
the place where they were assembled together was shaken, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, and they spoke the word of God with boldness. Boldness and empowerment from the Holy Spirit is vital in every area and aspect of our lives, whether we have to share a kind word with someone, share God's word with someone, teach someone, pray for someone, be a God-honoring friend to someone. We need the Holy Spirit to empower us on a daily basis so that we can not only receive timely impact, we serve as timely impactors, if that's a word, in someone's life. So I hope that this was encouraging for you today. Once again, this was just a bonus blessing for you. Thank y'all for tuning in. Visit drkenitrabryant.com to download the God Comes Through on Time devotional. On the site, you can order inspirational apparel and you have the option to connect with me on Instagram and aim towards the target. I have a few Bible plans on the YouVersion Bible app you can check out. But for those who want to use the Bible plans that I've written as an individual or group Bible study, you can download those Bible plans from my website. Enjoy the remainder of your day. Peace and God bless.